0: Hello coders, hello coders, hopefully you're uh, able to hear and see me. Uh, The stream is apparently live, I've had some issues in the previous uh, streams where the start of the stream has been a bit awkward, but uh, I decided to put that uh, theme music on, the intro, we haven't heard that in a while have we, to uh, see if I can sort out the bits and pieces whilst that was going on. Welcome to episode 145. 145 of the How to Code Well podcast is... uh, What is the date? It's Thursday the 27th of January. Goodbye January. (laughs) Wow, that's uh, that's come and gone very quickly. Today we're going to be talking about five don'ts of software development. This is sort of a conclusion, if you will, of the past uh, three or four streams that we've done on the podcast where we're talking about how to improve as a web developer. Those previous podcasts, they were all centered around technical things. So how to improve technically as a software developer. And this one is going to be a little bit about improving yourself um improving yourself. Now this is as it always is completely live. So if you've got any comments, if you want to ask me any questions during the show then please uh, do so in the chat. If not you can pick this up on the podcast howtocopewell.fm. This will hopefully go out as soon as uh, this is done after my editing. So hopefully later on tonight. I did try and do that last week and it did work kind of successfully. Usually I do this I I sort these things out the day after, but uh, we're going to try and squeeze it in tonight. So before we get into the five don'ts of software development, let's just go through the change lock, because quite a lot has changed uh, recently in terms of how to code well, the platform and other newsy type bits that I want to talk about. First of all, I have a new personal site that I have created. Uh, We built this actually, or we improved this on the Tuesday stream, so I live stream as well on Tuesday at 8, uh, sorry, at 6pm on uh, on YouTube, 6pm in uh, GMT world, and uh, yeah, this this personal site is my site, it's because um, there's two things really, one is that I'm going to be doing some public speaking this year, um, and two, I'm also looking for, I, I have been looking for a new contract role. So, you know, I'm a contract PHP developer. So I, I thought it would be a good idea to uh, refresh the personal site. That's peterfisher.me.uk. And I've added a bit of a blog in there too. Um, so it's sort of a side thing from howtocodewell.net um, where I've got listing of my old talks that I've given and my future talks. And one of the talks that I will be giving this year is at, Symphony, at the Symphony User Group in Portugal, um, later on in February, and I've got a, a link, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, it's The talk is going to be called Code with Confidence Using PHP Stan. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping to give that talk a couple of times this year. And uh, the first one uh, that is advertised will be the one at Symphony User Group in Portugal. Um, so that is awesome. Um, I won't be streaming this s- What day is it? Sunday. I won't be streaming this Sunday because I'm off seeing uh, relatives. So I won't be streaming on Sunday as I'm traveling. Uh, So no Twitch streams this week. Um, I have been uh, I haven't done a lot of how to co well this week because I've been very busy. uh, Like I said, trying to look for 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 roles and stuff in the evening. So um, I haven't done a lot of that. (laughs) I haven't had a chance to do any kind of coding around howtocodewell.net. So um, that's kind of on pause. We'll pick that up again next week, hopefully. But yeah, that's the changelog, pretty much it. Um, I'll put links to those things that I've mentioned in the show notes below after the stream. Okay, so let's get into the uh, the whole point of this show, and that is the five don'ts of software development. Um, these are around your sort of h- how you are as perhaps a person coder tackling problems or looking upon software development. Um, And so these are less technical um, than I have talked about before. They're not actually going into sort of the technicalities or the methodologies of, of, of parts of software development. These are, these are five don'ts of, from, from sort of the human perspective, if you will. So, um, the first one is to don't rush. So uh, read the problem more than once. Read the problem more than once. And when I say the problem, I mean like if you have a requirement or you need to fix a bug or you've got a, I don't know, a ticket that you're trying to work through or a user request that you're trying to deal with or a user story. Um, read it more than once. Read the thing more than once. I am going to lean on a lot of my experience. I've got 20 years of experience um, to to sort of pick apart on this. And I have fallen down the trap many times before um, where I have rushed into things and I haven't read the full thing. And I haven't there. There are particular sort of keywords in the problem or the ticket that I've just completely overlooked or I've made an assumption, a wild assumption that, uh, I should never have done. And because of that, I have thought in a very cocky kind of manner, yeah, I can solve this and I go and solve it and I'm actually solving the wrong thing or I'm making the situation worse because I didn't read the question more than once or read the problem more than once or understand. It's all about understanding the requirements. So take your time uh, when reading the problem um if it doesn't make sense to you so if 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 you're reading the thing and it's like this doesn't make any sense uh as you from a technical perspective then what i try and do now um is to read or or to rewrite the problem in my own language in a language that i understand so i would probably break the uh, perhaps a user story down into something that i would understand Um, And then I would ask the person who wrote, originally wrote the the ticket to check my understanding based on what I have created. (laughs) Because some people attack problems from different angles um, and some people sort of say things differently. Or if you're working in a team where you've got a lot, lots of different, different departments, they, they may call the same thing, but differently. They may use different acronyms. They may put more emphasis on certain elements of the ticket that, uh, and they may themselves not appreciate the other problems that are related to that. So if you're if you're tackling the problem from a different perspective to the original author of that ticket, then uh, you may come across other situations or other issues or problems with the solution that is proposed. And so this is a this is a way of having discussion um, and to ask questions, to understand the the situation better. So don't rush. That's number one. Do not rush into a solution without actually first fully understanding the problem. Um, and this may require a level of inst- investigation. It's perfectly acceptable for you as a coder to say, I don't understand yet. I don't understand what the solution could be okay so i may understand the problem but i don't understand what the solution could be therefore i need to go and actually do a level of investigation and then come back to the original author of this ticket and say this is what i found out maybe we shouldn't go down this proposed route maybe we should do this because of all the other things that i've just all the other threads that i've pulled um And also, breaking down the problem into smaller little chunks is incredibly useful. Incredibly useful. So, uh, you know, some of these tickets you may have could be single lines of text. (laughs) You know, this doesn't work, blah, 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 blah. But actually, when you start getting into the weeds, um, things are actually more complicated. So perhaps you may need to... uh, have a, a particular user and a particular user state, account state. Maybe it's a particular uh, product that you're dealing with, or uh, a particular service that you're dealing with. Gather all of this into your notes, um, as I mentioned before. So reword the problem in your own sort of language. But also, when you're when you're doing this, break down the problem. So you're doing this sort of level of investigation where you're dismissing possible situations you're like no that doesn't that, that that doesn't affect it that doesn't affect it that doesn't affect it and you're narrowing down your field of view of what the problem is and uh, when you're and, and that makes it that's that makes it easier to focus on because you're not you're not worried about the other features that the system may have and also when you actually come to writing the solution so coding you're breaking things up into smaller, little bite-sized chunks, which allows you to actually focus on those pieces of code in sort of individual, without worrying about all the other pieces of code that may um, it, that, that that are that float around it. That's just street furniture. So you're breaking down the problem, breaking down the solution as well. Okay. So number two, that was number one. So don't rush. Number two is to don't panic. Um, bugs can always be solved bugs can always be solved Um, a computer only does what it is told to do so if it's been told to do something wrong it will do it wrong or if it's been told to do something without the right parameters or assumptions or um, uh, requirements then it will go and do something that uh, is perhaps different from what the intention is so Always remember that they can all. That it's only doing what you've told it to do. Um, others have also come before you and others will also come after you. So um, you are not alone. You are not alone. So don't panic. You are not alone. Always seek help when, whenever you don't understand something, whenever you um, tackle something new. See if there's someone on your team that has done this before or worked on this area before. See if you can get some help, some guidance, and maybe some mentoring. Um, so don't panic there. Uh, if you can, think of a solution. Um, if you, Sorry, if you can't think of a solution, then walk away, but always come back. So if you can't think of a solution, then walk away. Um, you know, sort of give yourself a time limit. Say so if you can't solve this within this amount of time, then walk away from it and then come back. So either, you know, have a, take a break, to go have a coffee break, do something completely different um, or, you know, work on a different bug in a different area. But uh, just be aware that you, you won't always solve all the bugs at once. You know, um, there are lots of things that, uh, us programmers deal with sort of on rolling days. So it's like, Oh, this bug I, its still a bug. <laughs> I've got this far in it, um, this down d- deep in the weeds in it, but I'm not going to be able to solve it today. Um, and so I'm going to sleep on it because I've hit a brick wall and I, I, need to, um, I need to do a little bit more investigation, but because, you know, it, it's got late or something like that, or because, because I just don't understand how this has happened, then I need to take a break from it. I need to think about it from a different perspective. I need to think about it when I'm not in front of the screen. I need to actually think about it, maybe write down some notes um, and, you know, write it out, speak it out as well. Um, So what I'm saying is not all bugs can get solved straight away. In fact, rarely all bugs can get solved straight away. (laughs) Um, Okay. So software development is huge. So again, in the don't panic uh, sort of space, software development is huge. It's always changing. It's always evolving. It's growing. It's um, getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There is so much to learn. There's more things in software development to learn than you will ever have time to learn. Um, And therefore, don't be afraid to dismiss things, right? Say, yeah, I'm not interested in this. It doesn't tickle my fancy, um. I don't care, so don't worry if you uh don't don't feel like you need to learn everything. Only learn the things that you are enjoying, um, and take your time over that. Try not to dip in and out of all sorts of things. Um, and uh, so software development is huge. So just take your time. Just just um, enjoy it enjoy it. Okay, so don't worry. This is the number 3. Don't worry. We all make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes in software development. Um I have made a huge amount of mistakes in my career. Um I've I've done things where I've I thought I was coming up with a solution and it obviously wasn't. I've made things a lot worse. Um I have broken a lot of things. I have um, by my stupidity in terms of coding or or architecting something, I have made the situation far worse down the line. Um, I've done all sorts of things uh, in my in my twenty twenty years of coding. I've done so many things that uh, looking back on it would you know you're like that's so cringy. Why would I ever have thought that that was a good idea to do? Um, I've (laughs) destroyed, I've destroyed, um, local environments, test environments, all sorts of environments. I've, I've, um, yeah, I've just, (sighs) yeah, my coding career is, is, uh, potmarked in all sorts of things that I have done as a coder that I'm not proud of. Um, but that's the only way to learn, um, you're not suddenly going to, it's, it's not like this thing where you can just sort of, I don't know, some people are just gifted with running with a foot, with, um, I don't know, running with a rugby ball or uh, throwing or f- football or basketball. You know, you get the naturals, right? I don't think coding's are like that. I think there's a lot of hard work that needs to go into that. And I think that there is a lot of failure that everyone has to deal with and cope with. Um, because with the failure comes experience. So the more you fail, the more you experience. Um, and the more you know in the future the, the potential problems that may arise. You know, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, we all make mistakes. So as long as you can learn from them, you are always improving. So, you know, think of them as a good thing in the sense that you are always improving from your mistakes, as long as you're not making them more than once um, or twice. <laughs> um, so keep away from trends. So again, in this don't worry group, don't worry about trends. Uh, this, you know, especially when you're new to the industry and you're like, Oh, you know, people are talking about web three people are talking about NFTs and people are talking about the blockchain and people are talking about this JavaScript framework. Don't, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time on stuff that might not even be a thing in in uh in, in two years' time. <laughs> you you wanna if you're new to software development, you wanna be focusing primarily on the basics of software development rather than the the attractive street furniture that goes around software development, the things that might, you might be able to build or the tools that all the pros are using, pros are using, um, try and keep away from trends and try and keep away from people who push trends as well, especially if they are, if they acknowledge that you are just fresh and new, um, because they don't have your, uh, best wishes at heart, in my opinion so try and keep to the bare minimum of learning the basics first understanding the fundamentals and then if you want look into some of these trends but try and try and look at if i was looking for a new job and if i was relatively new in software development i would be looking at the job boards to work out what is the most common thing that these job boards require. And then I would learn those things. And believe you me, those, the most common things that on a job board isn't trendy stuff <laughs> because there's more legacy applications out there that aren't running on these newfangled things. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, So keep away from trends and focus on what you're having fun building as well. So as long as you're having fun building it and you're learning it then 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 all the power to you um we also uh, all learn at different speeds and at different levels so don't worry if you feel like you're falling behind because there may be people who look at or, or learn particular parts of software development skills far quicker but then you're quicker at quicker learning other skills in software development than they are. So don't worry about, about that. If you're not picking it up, the penny will drop at some point. Um, if you're really struggling on something, if you're stuck, then the penny will drop and, uh, you will, you will, um, you'll be like, Oh yeah, that, that's the way it works. <laughs> that's the way it works. But again, if you're stuck and you're struggling with a, a learning material, then maybe it's the learning material, and maybe it's not you. Maybe it's the fact that you're learning this concept, this thing, through some medium that actually isn't very good. So for example, maybe you're learning it through reading a blog post, and maybe the author of the blog post is looking upon it and in a very different perspective to where you are approaching this problem this happens to me all the time where i'm googling this keyword in this error thing in this error log and i'm finding all sorts of different um, people's blog posts regarding this error message but this error message has happened for them in very different contexts and so i'm trying to unpick what they've done through a very different context but i'm trying but because the error message is the same uh, it's kind of relevant but in terms of learning going back to the learning stuff it it might be that you're reading a blog post but you should actually be watching a video or maybe maybe it's the other way around you maybe you're watching a video but you really should be looking at the syntax on the on the blog post um So mix and match, mix and match. And also podcasts. Seriously, listen to people talking about code. Listen to code coders and what they are getting up to. Um, It's you don't have to write code to learn code. This whole push with the 100 days of code, I appreciate that's really good. But seriously, if you're writing code for 100 days nonstop, you know, then that that in itself is quite heavy and prone to burnout. Listen to people talking about code. Listen to coders. Watch coders. Watch talks. Go to talks. Socialize with other coders. That is all part of the learning process. You don't have to just keep writing code. And actually, to be brutally honest, coders read more code than they write. And I've said this. I've said this time and time again when you write code you're not you're not only just writing the piece of code that you're you're trying to you know put down but you're also reading the code around it to see if it works and fits and you know it's like a jigsaw puzzle so you know reading someone else's code is you actually absorbing it and learning it okay so uh, i've totally missed my place (laughs) thank you mark um i really appreciate it thank you buddy Uh, Thanks for joining. Um, Where are we? So, uh, yeah, we all learn at different speeds and different paces, different levels. Um, At the start, don't worry about how long it takes you to come up with a solution. And I I caveat this by saying at the start, because at the start, um, you are obviously learning about all the various different things in software development to do the thing that you want to do. When you're actually being paid for something, when you're actually being paid to do software development, then there becomes a requirement of time and estimating time is a skill in itself. You don't have to worry about that when you're just starting, when you're fresh, obviously, but um, maybe when you are being paid for something, you know, pay for your skills and your expertise, you need to think about how to do things more efficiently and therefore quick quicker because the quicker you are to actually come up with a solution for your client, the more likely the client is going to give you work <laughs> um, compared to someone else who takes ages but But when you're starting out don't 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 worry about time it's it's not like a race to the clock you know um, so the last thing in this "don't worry" thing, and I know we've 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 covered this "don't worry" quite a bit, and it, it, is the fact that you don't have to learn every single thing in software development. There are so there's so much of software development that I don't know, or you know we can we can break that up even further. There's so much of web development we can break that even further up. There's so much of backend development we can break that up even further. There's so much of PHP that I don't know. <laughs> And I'm not going to need to know to do my job. And that, that may seem weird, but there is, you know, there's, there's certain elements of the programming language or web development or software development that I will never need to know in order to do my job. Um, which is a little bit different from different industries that need to have that level of expertise on certain things. So, I mean, for example, software development is such a huge, broad thing that encompasses literally every single industry, (laughs) because every industry has software, um, pretty much. And every industry that has software, therefore, has pretty much a back end and a front end. You know, you can't be expected to know every single nuance of every single thing at once. That's impossible. It's impossible. And and to, to this day, I'm finding new PHP functions or methods or even reading the RFCs and going, I didn't even know that was a thing and now that's been deprecated. I just, <laughs> like that happened the other day when they deprecated something for a PHP 9. And I was like... We can still do that or we've been able to do that. I've never, never known. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So don't worry about learning everything. You don't, you can't, you simply can't. It's not physically possible to learn every single thing in your field. So don't worry. But what you can do is what you can eventually do is, is carve out a niche in that field, in that, in that, particular space of of software development and and that can be your playground you know Uh, okay so number four is to don't overdo it okay so learn to pump the brakes if you are reaching burnout therefore this means that you need to learn what burnout is and know how to identify burnout and I've talked about burnout before I I hit burnout quite a bit (laughs) I'm certainly not someone to say, oh, you know, this is burnout and blah 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 and you should, you know, because burnout happens and uh I am I am someone who suffers from burnout as a lot of people do. I don't know any software developer who doesn't ever have burnout. So um, you know, but it's something that that I have come to learn to um expect and something to identify. Um And those those characteristics of burnout are important to identify um, and manage. So holidays are holidays, hands off code. (laughs) That's something that I'm I um, it's a very important thing. It's like, you know, hands off the code when you are having a holiday, hands off code um and this could you know you could even go even further and say well my weekend is my holiday if that's the case good hands off the code on the weekend um i don't do that because of you know i how to code well is mostly done on the weekend so i can't really do that but um you know i know that there are some people who have very strict rules as to what is work life and what is um what what is uh What's the word? Social life. (laughs) What's that? Um, And more power to them. Um, So learn how to put those barriers up. Uh, So learn how to identify burn up. Keep keep doing other things that you enjoy outside of work, which is something that I um, have struggled with personally. So in this section, it's a lot of things do as I say, not as I do. But to be honest, coding was an and always will be not only my um my job my career but also my passion and so it's very difficult to split between hobbies or have different hobbies when the hobby is your craft um <laughs> but if you have a hobby outside of coding then ensure that you have time for it make time for it and and uh, and use that as your downtime I suppose you know I do a lot of exercise. I do a lot of running with Murphy. Murphy is the—I uh, can say it now. One of two English Springer Spaniels that I own because we we have we have got uh, another one on the on the, on the go <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> Murphy is going to have a brother soon. Woo! Um, yeah. So I run with Murphy um, and I do a lot of exercise, but I wouldn't say that's a hobby that's kind of just keeping yourself alive <laughs> and healthy um, but if you do things like painting or if you do a lot of um I don't know uh, drawing or what have you um, then or even if it's just playing computer games if you do that anything that you're enjoying that isn't coding you want to keep doing that make sure that you are keeping t- doing that because that is the thing that is turning your brain off and sort of letting you reset and sort of it 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 makes you a better rounded person, I think. And this is something that I would love to try and do more of. But uh, you know, like I said, how to code well happens on the weekend, so it's a and, and, and some of the evenings, so it's a tight squeeze. Um Okay, so socialise with coders outside of work. Uh so go to meetups, go to user groups, listen to people. Um, you know, even think about doing some talks yourself uh if if you can that would be awesome but um essentially just don't overdo the coding you don't want to get to a point where you you learn to hate it or despise it it should be enjoyable it should be something that you are excited to do you know sometimes i get periods of time where i'm 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 itching to write code and it's it's this weird thing that i can't really explain very well it's this thing where I haven't I got this at Christmas because um there was a bit of downtime. I w I felt I felt ill uh around that time and so I didn't do a lot of um I didn't do any videos. Um and I, I was just thinking of projects. So my mind was nice and and relaxed and calm and I was just thinking of things that I could build. <laughs> Um, And I I just wanted to build code. I wanted to write code. Um, And I think that hunger is something that will be always with me to build things, create things. I see coding as a creative thing. Um, Okay, so last one. This is very important. The last one is to don't overthink it. So over-abstracting a solution is very uh, common. And it's a big mistake. So when you're breaking things down, going back to one of the points that I made earlier about breaking down the problem into smaller chunks, when you're doing that, it's very tempting to over-abstract it. Because when you're breaking things down into smaller bite-sized chunks, you are genericizing the solution that you're coming up with. Um, because you're you know breaking it down into smaller little bite-sized bits and pieces that can perhaps be... Um, sort of moved around and called at various different places, or architected slightly differently. And there's a temptation there of abstracting it and abstracting it out. If you're trying something that I always that that I fall into this, I fall into this quite uh, quite frequently, and that's over abstraction. It's just you know part and parcel of software development. I don't think um, you can get away from 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 that temptation. However, acknowledging over abstraction is very important when you when you identify that you are actually this is an over abstraction and the last hour of over abstraction has now been wasted (laughs) um but don't be worried or don't be don't be scared to try something and then back away from it and pulp and, and then and revert the change um so yeah don't over abstract the solution uh it's just syntax at the end of the day it's just written in a different order like it's, I mean, if you, if you write one for each loop in PHP, you've written many for each loops in PHP. It's just a case of the order in which things go. And that's the flow of the the application. So don't overthink it. Don't, don't overthink it. Um, you know, it's, it's just the same syntax. <laughs> it's just, it's just written differently in a different order. um, Learn the basics before jumping into the deep end. All right. This is incredibly important. So when you're like, going back to the trends, don't, uh, don't, don't overthink it. Don't think that you need to have a build a rocket ship when you actually need just, you know, a, a car, uh, don't overthink it. Don't, don't jump into the deep end. Um, Acknowledge what the deep end is, and perhaps acknowledge what's in there, but also acknowledge that you don't actually need to be in there for the thing that you're dealing with at the, at this particular time. Um, I found this uh, very difficult personally when I was building the How to Code Well site in the early days, so I was constantly looking at overcomplications uh, solutions of things. So, for example. The howtocodewell.net site is something that we've been building for a long time. And the reason why it's, being taken, it's taken so long is because I have over abstracted it. It's because I've overthought it. It's because I've used tools and, and methodologies that just are completely and utterly overpowering for what it needs, or just I'll only use like 10% of the of of all the things that um I've been looking into we built a whole microservice suite for howtocodewell.net it doesn't need it i brought it back into a monolith i after after um a lot of Soul searching, I decided that I I would merge all the repos together into one single mono repo and and here we are today. Uh, I decided that it would be best to write everything in, in a static site. So I was using React and GraphQL. That was a mistake. That was a huge mistake. A lot of time and energy was spent doing that. Do I regret it? Yes, in part. I have learned a load of stuff that I probably won't need, <laughs> but it's good to know. Um, but what I'm trying to say here is that it's very tempting to jump on the wagon of the new trendy tools or something that is more exciting. And as programmers, we do get bored. It's like, well, you know, this we're working on this new feature. Now I can actually use this new shiny tool that I've just heard of. You know, wouldn't that be exciting? Uh, because it mixes up a bit. Which in some cases is good, but when you're learning and you're trying to build something on a deadline, that is where the problem lies. Because you need to be, you need to acknowledge that you need to have some time for investigation, and you need to time box that. And that's what I wasn't doing. I wasn't time boxing it. I was just running with it. I was just running with the idea, and just uh, going down various different rabbit holes. And uh, overthinking the solution when the solution was actually relatively simple. Um, and to this day, I'm still having to unpick things. I mean, in the last stream that we did, I, I deleted a whole bunch of code, dead code, that was no longer being called, but has been tested. <laughs> so I, down the rabbit hole, I went, I wrote a bunch of code around APIs, these APIs were never going to actually be called because they would never actually be in, uh, you know, never be used. But they were still there. So their their, their endpoints were still there. And they were well tested using um, uh, Codeception. So when the codes, when the tests just passed, I was just like, okay, yeah, it's just passed. But only when I stopped to actually have a look at what the tests were testing, I realized, well, hang on a minute this code is never, ever going to be used. So I'm just testing something that I know will never be used, but the test's coming back okay, so I've left it in. So last week I, I did spend a bit of time just going through dead code and removing as much dead code as I possibly find. Uh, <laughs> but it's just legacy. It's technical debt. At the end of the day, it's technical debt. Um, and technical debt does come about in part because... You've overthought the solution. Um, very important. Okay, so uh, number of, the next one is, or well, another one in this don't overthink it part, is the fact that, uh, I, I think I've mentioned this before, is that you can learn by listening, watching, coding, and reading. You don't have to always write the code in order to learn the code. Um, and lastly, something that is super important and something that a lot of people say, I will not do this because I'm embarrassed with the way I uh, write or I don't want other people to read it but I must say this is super important and that is to keep a log of what you've learned because there are times in software development when you're learning and you're like I'm not going anywhere I'm not progressing this isn't this isn't I uh, you know I'm not I'm, I'm not improving but if you have a log of all the things that you've 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 learned and you can look back on all that then you can you have proof you have proof that you are improving so i mentioned earlier about the 100 days of code that is a good way of proving to yourself factually that you actually have improved because you can look back at your tweets and you can go yeah i know you know on on day 30 i was learning this and you know d- day 20 i was learning that Well, if you can keep a log or better still a blog of what you've learned, then you can also share that with others. And like I mentioned earlier about me trying to find blog posts related to error messages and then finding out that the context that the blog post is written in is very different from the context that I'm working on. That is an example of someone who has created a blog post for an error message quite legitimately but they have found it through a different point of entry but I've still found that blog post incredibly useful and uh, you know I applaud people who spend time to actually write a blog post on a, a solution that they've found for a an, an particular error that I can search against it Even if the context is different, the solution sometimes is the the thing that I need. Or they'll give me an indication in their blog post to look for something else. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, they've mentioned that. Maybe I'll go and have a look at that. So keeping a blog post of the things that you've learned or the the solutions that you've come up with on your day-to-day challenges is really important. And please don't think that, oh, you know, There's been so many programmers before me, so there's no point in me actually writing a blog post. When you write a blog post that describes a solution to a problem or describes how to do something, you're writing it for yourself, not for other people. But other people may find that useful. (laughs) So please write them. Anyway, thank you ever so much for listening. This has been great. I've I'm, I'm I, I enjoy talking about these things. Um, if uh, if I don't speak to you or if I don't if I don't um, if I'm yes, so I will try and tweet as much as I can uh, and do the YouTube stuff um, as much as I can in the next uh, next week. But I'm like I said, I'm incredibly busy right now, so. It, you may find that i i i either push something out to say that i'm i'm late or something isn't happening in in the how to code well space in the, in the next few weeks but i'll try my try my hardest um to let everybody know if i have to skip anything like a a stream um but uh, yeah it's all good fun thank you ever so much for watching happy coding everyone have a fantastic Uh, rest of your week, and I will hopefully speak to you all again at some point in the near future in February. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Happy coding. Cheers. Bye-bye.